were you like cringing at their double date <laughs> yeah and and obviously i can't relate to any of that stuff because that would never fucking and happen. her watching her best friend and her ex have sex and like getting that would never happen. never ever ever <laughs> Hey ladies, and welcome back to Herspective. This time it feels like a while between episodes. Last time it didn't feel so long, but this one feels long. I know, this did. This one did feel long, I think, because we recorded so soon. Early. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it does. It, it is longer. It is a long time. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Thanks yes, for the point if you're, out. <laughs> if the, you're welcome. Uh, if you're new to the show, we typically do weekly episodes, but over the summer we have moved to bi-weekly episodes just so everyone can just take some time because Lord knows we all need it. Um, yeah, especially in the summer. There's just so much going on. And, you know, after the friggin' year we've had and last summer, we're trying to do all the things, all the fun things and stay busy doing the things that we really loved and missed out on. So uh, t- that takes time. <laughs> exactly. We're trying to connect, but also disconnect at the same time. Uh, but come uh, fall and the summer's over, we'll resume our weekly episodes. So keep listening to the show because uh, every episode is awesome and fun. And <laughs> if we do say so ourselves. If we, exactly. Well, I mean, if you listen, you already know. Yeah. Um, I have to tell you something. Have you ever <laughs> been so amazed by your own moment of stupidity that you just like are stopped in your own tracks unfortunately yes but please do share (laughs) (laughs) so okay so the gym that I used to go to has reopened like most gyms um Ontario being you know bringing up the rear on getting back to normal (laughs) uh thank you government yeah so the gym is open and it's like a fancier gym it's not um just like a good life so anyway I was very excited to go I've I've gone back it's been amazing obviously yes there's different rules and the way the gym operates now because of uh the pandemic but anyway point is I worked out I had my shower and I actually planned on drying my hair at the gym because I was like you know what I've been throwing it up in a ball on top of my head for too many days I am that like new little meme video on uh, Instagram reels right now like how many days has your hair been in a bun too many um oh, I haven't seen that so, one yet. <laughs> yeah so I brought my proper brushes and girls you know what that means um to You're straighten hilarious. your hair to blow, what kind of bag did you bring <laughs> I, you know, honestly it's literally two brushes there I'm I don't have anything extensive so I, I'm like, oh, I wonder if they'll even have the blow dryers because Lord knows if blowing droplets, it's just a surefire way to get COVID, obviously. But they do. They had the blow dryers and it's all along the whole like station of mirrors and sinks and everything. So I was like, great. So I walk over to it and the gyms are like, it's still pretty empty. Like I was surprised that not as many people are returned to get. So I pick up the blow dryer and it's on its cord plugged in and it's the cord approximately is like four or five inches long and so I can't I'm only five two so I'm already like short 
I cannot How? extend my arm. I don't understand what you mean by four or five inches. From the handle of the blow dryer to the plug. <laughs> so I cannot no. extend my arm. Like I cannot blow dry standing straight out the top of my head with this cord. And I can't unplug it because well, then then it won't it turn doesn't on. work. Exactly. So I'm like, this is the stupidest. I've never used the blow dryer there before, even when it was fully open. And I'm like, wow, this is the stupidest setup. Like they must not have realized when they were building this, like the outlet versus like the type of blow dryers that they bought. So I'm like, well, fuck, I've already kind of started. So I'm like <laughs> bent over in like a 90 degree angle to a blow dry my hair with this tiny cord. And, like, I must have looked ridiculous because I'm, like, trying so hard to, like, reach it to any part of, like, my upper head. Girls and walking by are like, oh, she's yeah, on, like, a week-long Monday. She needs to. <laughs> yeah. They're, like, just people are just, like, kind of casually looking at me. I don't know if they know or don't know. So I'm pretty much done blow-drying my hair at this point. Like that. Bent over <laughs> in half. And I look down. I'm, like... It dawns on me. I'm like, there is no way that this would be their setup. Like, this is a very nice, like, luxurious, expensive (laughs) gym. Somebody would have already complained, I would think, about this setup, being like, this doesn't work. You need new blow dryers with longer cords or, like, whatever, or move the outlets. So it dawns on me to pull on the cord and see what happens. Does it extend? Oh, yes. Of course like it three does. three full feet. <laughs> so I was going to say four to five inches is not even close to being an acceptable or even like a nor- nothing. That's ridiculous. It's the shortest so, cord ever. At one point before learning that it does extend and I'm an actual idiot, I was like, okay, like, do I have to blow dry my hair on my knees? Like, this is going to be really weird. And I won't really be able to see the mirror. So I didn't because I was like, oh, it's so embarrassing. I'm not fucking blow drying my hair on my knees. I love how it takes you to the end to realize this can't be the way. Like, every time yeah, I've been here before, did. I've never seen a girl on her knees blow drying her no. hair before. <laughs> I thought they were new blow dryers. I'm like, oh, they must have got new ones and then screwed up on like that COVID-style blow dryers. Yeah. They actually don't want you to use them. I was, and, and that thought went through my head, too. I was like, maybe they're locked. Like, they don't want you using it. So, like, they put on this weird little short cord. Now, no. You're none hilarious. of those things. I can't believe so, that happened to you. Like, I, I just know. feel like that's something. Like, we have friends that that could happen to, but uh, apparently, I'm one of them now. I'm I am in that category. You have just like really put yourself in that category. You're hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, three quarters of the way through drying my hair, I I discover like this just doesn't make sense. This is not right. And then extended the cord to a acceptable length and finished drying my hair. And I honestly stood there after for like a minute just being like, <laughs> I am blown away by my own stupidity right now. Like, did you I'm embarrassed think of myself. Did, how much of you wanted to like redo some of your hair with the extended cord just so you could experience the ease of which it was supposed to be done in? 
none really because I was just <laughs> like, like I, I need get to get here. out of here yeah but before all that like I even was like I'm gonna complain to front desk and say like what this is pointless you can't use these hair dryers all the while I'm like bent over thinking of how stupid this is and like they don't work <laughs> and like why would they do this and like it's just just such a bad experience until I realized like I'm just the I can't operate this machine because I'm an idiot. This is so, very difficult, heavy duty machinery. <laughs> very complex, like yeah, pulling of the cord too far too like intelligent for my brain, well, obviously. There is a silver lining. Only if somebody else listening to this has experienced some experienced something similar or might in the future and you just kind of <laughs> probably help I saved them. them that embarrassment and, and that, that is, moment of stupidity I think that's a very important thing because nobody else should experience that well there is a lesson here ladies I wish that on nobody the hair dryer probably has an extendable cord you don't it could have go to beyond. blow dry your hair in a 90 degree angle <laughs> it could go beyond a hair dryer so if you ever feel like a setup is so ridiculous it's probably because it is and it's just not the way it is supposed to be. And yeah, look look for the like solution because there is one. There is whatever you're encountering, it's probably just you. So, yeah, that's <laughs> I I haven't had a moment like that in like I don't even remember another time when I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so stupid." Like this was big. This was a big <laughs> Well, I eye-opening moment. <laughs> I sit there with like I actually felt one of those recently. Uh, I can't remember what happened, but I remember my like face going really red and like feeling really embarrassed. But I was alone, and I was thinking, <laughs> I am so glad I'm alone. But also, ew, like you know that feeling I'm when you're mad at yourself. Myself to the point that I'm having <laughs> a physical reaction. My face alone. is going beat red alone. And oh, I wish I could remember why it was probably something I don't even know. But I'm like, I'm so, I on one hand, so glad I'm alone. But on the other hand, you know, when you're alone, so you can't even talk it out with anyone, you can't even like relieve it <laughs> or laugh about it or anything. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> exactly. That was my minutes. issue. <laughs> yes, I had to just sit with it and like, like hate myself for a moment. And just like, oh, my God. Uh, the what worst is wrong part with is me? having how to did I sit I am with an it. adult woman. How did and, I not figure this out? Well, because like, now you're facing the yourself. The second I started. You're facing yourself with these cold, hard realities of this is so dumb. Like, you can't be oh. this dumb. And you then the judgment yourself. sets in. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm like, how many women just passed me, watching me, bent over, blow drying my hair, and probably knew. And we're like, oh, she's probably, like, there's something wrong with her. She's, you know, an idiot like or they thought that even even if they did not know it also extended which maybe some of them didn't they're like they still thought oh she's an idiot because like just go home like (laughs) is it really (laughs) worth it right now like use the bun go home the blow dryer down lady (laughs) (laughs) nothing is worth this and i'm telling you that because i'm watching i was sweating it was bad Blow dry your bad. hair on a good day sucks. I I never do it. I fucking hate it. Couldn't imagine with well, on horrible conditions. Like no way. <laughs> Bent in half and I can't inhumane properly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, oh. I had to tell you that because, like you said, I was alone and I needed to get that off my chest and I needed someone to like hear that 
a horrible moment of mine and I guess laugh with me because like what else would I have done no else can I do that's what you do when embarrassing things happen you have to uh tell people about it so then it kind of normalizes it in your head because otherwise again you are just sitting there with it and it sucks it's so painful because you're like am I this much of a fucking idiot like really so at least if we laugh about it you're now like alleviated from some of that I guess self-judgment <laughs> <laughs> I yes. think I, I have a like extreme desire to always tell people about embarrassing things that happen to me I'm assuming that's why I don't know why I have to like bait out my scene all the time I don't know because <laughs> you just need to know it's okay yeah, like I but, need to be validated. So, so like insecure, but I just need yeah. to be validated from that horrible moment. <laughs> that just basically summarizes up being a woman, right? You just need validation or like the acceptance and the okay that like you are okay and you are normal. And this doesn't change who you are, even though <laughs> sometimes it, like I'm thinking about embarrassing things that I've done. I'm like, I'm a different person now. I'm no longer <laughs> the person I was a minute ago. Like this is... <laughs> This is life-changing. This has changed me forever. <laughs> I just need that validation. It's not even, like, petty validation. Like, oh, you're so pretty. And no, it's like, you're not, like, you should not go die. Like, you can still live. Like, I just need, like, <laughs> that basic type of validation. You can still live. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, Anyways, you totally can still Totally to what we're talking about today. <laughs> It, you know what? It kind of is, but it kind of isn't. It is very much like the way women's brains work and the way yeah, we operate in our day-to-day lives and all the things that we, like, need or think we need. Um, so with that being said, let it, let's get into what we are going to talk about. So today is just you and I. And um, as I announced last episode two weeks ago that I had just started watching the show Sex Life, which is obviously like a huge show right now. I don't know anybody that hasn't seen it um, on Netflix. And if you haven't, check it out. But if you also if you haven't, this could be a spoiler alert episode for you because we are going to unpack the show uh, based on our opinions and thoughts and feelings, experiences uh, because of it. And then how we relate it to our own personal lives so yeah this episode is sex life slash real life yeah and it's not so much like a a movie review or tv show review it's more along the lines about how we as um also women you know the main character and how how she relates to us and how we relate to her and how the things that happen um either resonated or didn't resonate at all so it's kind of like relating it to real life instead of but also using the show as a guide I guess yeah I mean there's obviously lots of shows out there about people women men um getting to a place in their life where they start questioning everything and so that's kind of like what this show is about that's how but it starts because there... I like this one just I, I don't know if it's why it really hit home but this one was just like I don't know. I just really felt it in this. Like, I guess it's alluded to, but this one kind of guided you through it with her journals and things. So you kind of got more insight, I think. You know what? I do totally agree. This this show hit home on that kind of a level as like how I related to it and like could, you know, see myself in those in her shoes and had parallel experiences, things like that. Um, more than any other show or movie that I've watched before. Uh, so that is why, like, we wanted to chat about it because it really 
was kind of an intense experience because I saw myself a lot in um, in this show, in this character, in Billy is her name, and um, not like in every aspect, but especially because she's a mother of two, and like I am also. Uh, but yeah, like it's it, she does detail and and document her sort of past and how she's feeling in her current life um, through a journal. So that's where it starts, and she starts talking about her past, which was when she was unmarried and single and living life, and obviously no children, and just recalling just the crazy joy that she experienced as that person so we've talked about on the show a couple times I think where you know when you for me anyway when you come into um, motherhood the old you is mourned like I don't like using the word died because you don't but part of you is no longer Um, you're not the same after you have children And so I use the term like you mourn your old self because you can't go backwards. You can't be that person again. And that is what I took from her right away is that she's starting to mourn her old life and her old self because that's not at all the way she's living anymore. You're right. She is mourning her old life, which is crazy because she really broke it down in like old life, new life as if you're like a totally different person and like off the top I think I should I just want to say that I think that's part of the reason she had issues because she saw herself so differently um as a mother with kids being married like having a house than before even though you're still the same person when you're married like you know you're you're a mom and you are married are you different than when you weren't yeah I do think you are a you have you are changed in some ways yes um of course you're not a different person like it's your body it's yourself in the mirror like you are physically like the same person but your mindset has to change the reasons you get up in the morning change like what you want for yourself change where like before it was like oh I want to have this high-powered career or I want to travel the world or like this is what I want to do and then you have children you're like I want them to be successful I want them to have just pure happiness throughout their lives I want them to be able to travel the world and have experiences like you really become like the background character in your life in in a lot of ways and and I don't say that in it meaning like to be I don't say that to try and make it sound bad because I I don't I don't think it's bad I think it's amazing um but I can appreciate where she's coming from and I think the difference with her though and you learn this later on is that she wasn't truthful about who she was prior to getting married she really just buried that side of herself and like you said there's no transition yeah like you said she treated it as old life new life and because she buried that quote-unquote old life there was no ending right there was no um closure and so it was just it was lying dormant but not dead inside her and she just had to like jump into this new world and be this new person who she thought 
the, the her husband in the show wanted her to be or thought this is who she was or expected. So, you know, it's it really speaks to like the importance of communication in a relationship, especially a new relationship. And I'm not saying like, oh, you need to tell you know a partner every single detail about your past like we don't we're not raunchy yeah like you don't have to say like oh you know I've been with like 75 people like it's just like these are the things that you learn later unfortunately therefore you're kind of learning the hard way and I think that's what led to a lot of her problems and what leads to a lot of people's problems probably okay so so let's back it up even more because we're saying old life new life we're saying you know there was no closure but really it's not and maybe this speaks to her character um again we have to i always like she's not real but maybe it speaks to the, the character that she's defining herself based on these men because again the whole this the constant there what no matter who you're in a relationship with no matter if you're a mother the constant there is that like your billy is still billy but I think she defined herself in such different ways with these different men. And I think that they being in those relationships is what how she was defining herself instead of, you know, realizing that that was a relationship, but I still have my life going on, my, you know, everything else going on. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I do totally know what you mean. And I think a lot of people can appreciate what you're saying, too. And I don't disagree Um, I think a lot of people, especially women, fall into that uh, very often where they could be dating this type of person, you know, someone who's super sporty and athletic and like active and and you kind of, some women will become that, right? That may not have been who you were prior, but never cared about sports before, but now love all Exactly. And there's, you know, we're not. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. There's not. And if you and I think there is a, an element of being supportive is very important. You should try to take on um, your partner's, you know, likes and hobbies interests, and try to support them and do things like that. Yeah, their interests. But that doesn't you know, we're, we're not saying anything like, oh, forget who you are in order to do that. Obviously, that's not what we're talking no, about. No, for a good relationship, you typically would want to share common interests and, you know, like you said, support each other. But maybe they're bringing something into your life that you weren't familiar with before, like, you know, sports sure. and things like that. And you learn that you love it. So that's a great thing. But giving up everything about who you are not having them support your interests and hobbies and just like completely doing this like 180 and becoming something different for your partner that's where you will run into problems that's different and um you know now that I've lived different lifestyles I think that is the better way to put it not different lives because I obviously have only lived one but different lifestyles I do see how you change and that obviously has to happen anyway with age and like lifestyle changes well, you have a responsibility to your children when you become a mother to, you know, make certain changes. You can't just be out gallivanting, not that we all were or, you know, everyone is doing that. But you obviously your priorities have to change. You're raising a life, so you have no other choice. Yeah. But I think with – so with this character, Billy, like the issue for her is that she was like very sexual and very confident sexually and – had no problems and exploring. Explore yeah, it. she had no problems exploring yeah, she it. She had the options to do and, it. And enjoying it and like 
that element of her kind of reminded me of you because like you've always been that way and I have said like I envy that um you know that trait of yours that you were just have always been super confident sexually and I haven't always been that way and um so it she was very like she's experimental and like just you know what people may deem as wild and like sexually so um but she didn't obviously share that with her husband in the show and so she finds herself let's just pause for a sec why is that like don't you think that's really weird i'm gonna tell you for someone that is sexual i would never meet someone and and, like not be well that's i think you already answered that question like two minutes ago when you said that she right right was being someone based on who she was with instead of being her authentic self and she obviously feared like some kind of judgment or shame that he would be like oh my god that's crazy and I would never do those things or I'm not into it or I don't have that same sexual appetite which he obviously didn't but in fairness to her husband like again I'm in I'm in a similar like relationship so that's where I could relate is that like we have demanding jobs we have two children like you kind of lose sight of each other at times and it's hard you know to like admit that or to own it and then it's even harder sometimes to get back to where you want to be with that person because you get really complacent and it's not that it's bad and it's not unpleasant um it's just different and you know you're still going about your lives like you kind of the days kind of like run together because you're together all the time and the kids still have this and that and the other thing and dinner has to be made and laundry has to be done and it's just like it just doesn't stop and you really have to take a moment yeah because you're no longer life is busy as it is with uh even without children so imagine adding in the full care of other humans like can only imagine how how much busier it is obviously the things that are less priority and and i'm saying this in air quotes because obviously i believe sex be very important part of a relationship but there is a bigger priority like you know feeding your child or going to work so you can house yourself like obviously those are priorities and you're only you only have so much energy in a day well that's what it comes down to right like oh well i'm tired well we're tired now and it's easier to just like turn on netflix and watch a show um and kind of veg out than to really like take time and brain power to connect with somebody and talk to them and genuinely listen and genuinely inquire about their day or their week or you know just just have a conversation yeah and it's hard to just go from you know like dealing with like house stuff kids stuff to them being like all right now rip my fucking clothes off like you know obviously it it, sometimes it is hard and for women especially we have that mental aspect to uh, sex that um, I don't think men have um, as much of at least and it's I can imagine like I know there are times when I don't have sex because I can't like my head is anywhere else and I there's just no spot for it so I guess that happens way more with kids well yeah like you're right in a lot of ways um there is like like you said women kind of have that mental block or that they're mental right so it's like you need to get in my brain before you can get in my pants kind of thing and so you're just like that's the 
last thing on the priority list and it, it should be priority but again what you like to your point like there it's a hard transition to yes be working all day running around doing whatever your kids may be, need to be doing whether it's sports or just being with them taking care of the household duties to then rip my fucking clothes off kind of it, like vibe and that is a weird and hard transition I think for a lot of people and I'm certainly can't speak for everybody but I you know I have enough friends um female friends that are moms and we've had these conversations and there is a commonality uh within this kind of a lifestyle um so that is effort to like make the time to make a point of being like okay let's let's be intimate let's be close let's like you know maybe we should try something different like experiment or just whatever whatever it is that you feel that you should be doing that you're just not doing and that takes time to communicate that too and then there is always that element of like fear of judgment or shame like oh if I bring some crazy idea up to my partner is he gonna be like what like probably not I don't think there's a man (laughs) on the face of the earth that would be like well that's outrageous honey we are not doing that but like, how could you say something so yeah I don't I don't think that's a possibility to be very honest unless you're like I want to watch a man fuck you in the ass man like, <laughs> oh you know what I mean unless you say something psychotic like that but I really think anything else <laughs> is probably fair game like anything else but no it's I just okay so tying it back to the show it's like so weird that she has this hot you know husband who clearly takes care of himself clearly appreciates looking good you know clearly appreciates that she looks good he's hot i i have to say i am team cooper all the way like i was team cooper from day one he's way hotter and and i'm not discrediting i'm not saying i'm team cooper because of he's the the quote-unquote good guy yeah and it's not because i didn't like brad either or, or, yeah, like you said, the good guy. I'm Team Cooper because every time this fucking bitch has a problem, and I'm saying this bitch because it's like, chill the fuck out. This man tries to accommodate you, and you can't help yourself. Like, this man is literally doing everything, and it's not good enough. So, clearly, you don't want to be with him. Do you know what I mean? It's, I don't think we can blame him for his role in the sex because as soon as he found out, he was very understanding, with, especially with how he found out, which I don't condone him reading her shit, but, like, girl, put a password on your computer. Like, enough is enough. You don't want him to know. But <laughs> well, she left so, it I think, out. I mean, like, it exactly. wasn't. Exactly. She's sitting there. He didn't go snooping it. for it, so I also no. don't blame him. But don't you think that if... I'm picturing myself, I'm not even picturing my boyfriend, I'm picturing how I would feel if I found my partner writing a fucking explicit sex journal with about their ex, and instead of being like, you stupid, I hate you, causing a fight, he tries to accommodate and, you know, like, do it. Like, he's doing, that's, that's points in my book. <laughs> Absolutely. And I don't know how many people would react the way he does. And we have to very also consider like this is a TV show. And um, so yes. is it real life? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe there are men out there that would be accommodating and like, oh, I didn't know you felt this way. Let me work on myself for you. Yeah. Um, let me like fix that up for you. I think <laughs> men would have an ego. I know I would if I found that. I would have, like, have such an ego, like, I feel embarrassed, you know, that's the beat red face by yourself, speaking of that, like, yeah, I seriously. Feel that way. <laughs> I would like to believe that I would 
be able to be rational and calm and approach it as a mature adult. Um, but, and I am usually that way, but in that regard, I probably wouldn't be able to. I'd be like, what the fuck is this? Like, what is this? She should have just been like, it's a joke. I'm writing an erotic (laughs) novel. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I am an author now. (laughs) Like, that's better than, oh, this, I forget what happened. When she, did she say this is my, like, stories of my ex? Well, yeah, like, he kind of figures it out. Like, it's pretty clear. Um, So, she, because she's writing in the first person. So, um, yeah, like, I don't, I can't really remember the the pivotal moment when they have to, like, when they confront each other about it. But, um, they didn't, remember? He found it out, and then he reenacted something in that stranger's pool? That was later. That came a little bit later. He had already seen Oh, okay. I thought that was him, like, like expressing that he had seen it, and he... Basically, he's saying, like, I hear you, and let me... They The you. first moment is, I think, they have, like, kind of, like, aggressive, spontaneous sex. Like, he bends her over the counter kind of thing, and that's, like... Oh, yeah. And she was, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I you know, I don't want to dissect every minute of the show, because I definitely think that people should watch it and kind of see how it makes them feel. I mean... They can't after this. This is spoiler alert. It is a lot of spoilers, but we did. We (laughs) mentioned it off the top. So don't be mad. Don't hate. Yeah. Um, Okay. But yeah, like just going back to like the mental state that she was in is like she couldn't stop herself from writing it. She wanted to relive it. And then to the point so much that she then obviously runs into her ex. And this is like the law of attraction. Yeah, of course. And I have to say his that whole breakup was so dumb like the whole time like what could he have done that's this bad like what could he have done that's this bad and then it's like he just had a change of heart of no like i'm sorry i think that might have been bad writing or something but anyways yeah but (laughs) so yeah my issue with the show and what i was trying to say is that either it was just sort of like an easy way out for writing but basically they reconnect because he her ex is sleeping with her best oh yeah so dumb which she goes to her best friend's house to try and talk to her about the issues that she's having with her husband to her surprise finds her ex crazy passionate lover um in the in shattered her heart who shattered her in many ways and her best friend knows it like i thought that was terrible writing too so it just i mean for me i instantly was like uh that's girl code no one would ever like how could you i don't care how mind-blowing the sex allegedly is you just don't you just don't and you wouldn't want to yeah by him you need him you should be anyway but i mean the best friend is this very like you know girl power feminist um hyper like confident which she's supposed to be that kind of i want to say like alter ego version right like she's who we all want to be and um so i i get so that's what's even dumber for her of all people to be sucked into his you know magic ways like well hers was like i'm getting mine and that's what's up. Like, I don't care about him. Well, I don't want a relationship with him. I thought my best yeah, friend they him made it over. Yeah, really casual. Yeah. They, like she said, they run in the same circles, sometimes late at night. Like, they bang. they're the only left to hang. They're the only two left standing. It makes a little bit of sense. But 
anyways, yeah, whatever. That's, and and apparently that's he's like a writing. great, a great lay, right? So, and this is the oh, this is then, the whole point, right? He's so like crazy sexual and so good in bed, and like you can't, it's like addicting. Nobody can resist. Yes, and um, so anyway, but I still think that was like kind of cheap writing because. Uh, you just don't sleep with your very best yeah, friend's ex. Especially when she is so girl power. But yeah. were you like cringing at their double date? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I there's so many things leading more, up to that. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously I can't relate to any of that stuff. Because and, that would never fucking happen. And her watching her best friend and her ex have sex and like getting that off from that. never happen. Never, ever, ever. But again, we're, we're kind of sidetracking like this is a TV show. We get that. I know. Um, but maybe it would happen and we're just like fucking vanilla as hell but like I, I couldn't. <laughs> I might be. I, you're not. <laughs> okay. I, I would not. I'm telling you right now that would never happen. If I accidentally saw that I think uh, you can't when you're especially if she's supposed to be so in love with this man like she you can't watch that anyways I, again who knows maybe i'm so fucking vanilla that i can't get past that i just think that was stupid um again it's a tv show we need all of the like shocking things to keep us enthralled but personally i just and i honestly i think i would be i don't think i could accidentally watch any people like fuck and jerk off I think I'd be like oh my god if anything I'd laugh or be like ah and hang up like I don't know if I'd definitely like, if it's someone that you know jerk off. and and you yeah. you know you kind of can have some possessive traits or like jealous traits so there's no way that you'd be like cool with just watching someone bang an especially, ex, especially like if you had any and my best friend um yeah no best friendship over um immediately so and that's and that's another point oh. right like how yeah you know, this woman kind of, like, handled her emotional distress is that she, like, was okay with all of these incidences and and still, like, couldn't stop herself. She couldn't get enough. She wanted to see him. She wanted to relive those. And she just couldn't, like, see the things that were right in front of her, which was this wonderful husband and her children. And I'm not sitting here, like, glorifying a man. I mean the fact remains like in the show like Cooper was a really great guy like I do need to say that there are really wonderful men in the world and I and you were both lucky enough to have found some and in fact like I it pains not pains me in fact I have to say and like I don't want to admit it but I will because I'll give him some cred like my husband and Cooper are I, I found similarities like just you know good men that want to take care of their family and that is like their only mission in life so I I do have to give credit where credit is due in that regard are we perfect no we have our issues for sure but um and have had our issues yeah no no of course I anyone looking at this I think that Cooper would come out as a fan favorite because he like when was he bad even when he was doing his rebellious thing and running to his boss, he didn't even sleep with her. Uh-oh, well, he did, did he get a blow job by a friend. Okay, that was <laughs> that was crazy. Also, again, like that was crazy too. But I think that he, I think that was his little bit of way of, 
I don't know. I think he was trying to be there for fucking Billy. You know, she wants oh, all this totally. shit. Oh, totally. He was trying to be so, exciting. He was trying to be spontaneous. He was trying yeah. to be wild. And that obviously, that that was a pivotal moment because that showed yeah. her where she draws the line in the sand. Like she's a one woman no, or one man show, show kind of. Yeah, she is. And it's fine for her to fucking... I just thought that was a really like like hypocritical. Not that I could say that what he did was the same thing as what she did. I just think it's like, okay, he's trying to be here to push the boundaries because that's important to you. So now he has pushed the boundary. I also do. I believe that there was an element of him being like, go fuck yourself. Yes, I do think this was a little bit of a way to get back at her. But I do believe that she wanted the boundaries pushed, and so I. And I'm not going to blame her. I don't know. That's a little bit of a confusing one, I think, because what's right in that that situation? It's hard to know. I think he was defeated, right? And like this was his last resort. He thought he was doing the right thing. She was having fun initially. I think it became too close for comfort because it was like a friend of theirs or a couple friend of theirs. And And that woman, I don't know why. She was so beautiful. There's something about that woman. (laughs) She was unique looking. So? She was unique looking for sure. Was she? The way her hair was so straight, I'm like, oh, I'm into this. <laughs> she kind of gave a masculine masculine vibe to me. But yeah, I mean, that aside though, like this just, you know, I don't know how many people can relate specifically to those or that moment. Um, but I think it's uh, like for me, it was like, oh, when I think that maybe I want something different or more exciting or like you know really push the boundaries and then I see it kind of acted out obviously I'm not those people I'm not an actor I'm not in a show but then I really put puts my own mind in that place and I'm like how would I feel about that like could I go to a swingers party no I could never we have to just keep in mind what we do know about the world which is when we've had um sex club workers on the show when we have had people that have been in you know polyamorous um situations you know like just just situations more so like that uh than we have been in all of the experts all of them they always say what's the main thing they say consent is number one respect is number one clearly so clearly in that situation there was not consent or respect, right? Like she was unhappy. So that I think is what would differ from real life because in real life, those places are built really around spoken those, about. yeah, those exactly. policies. So and, those, and those feelings values. wouldn't really happen. I think if though if something if that interaction did happen, it would be because it was very consensual and everyone was happy to to enjoy that or witness that instead of what happened. And so that's where I think the writing was a little bit off because I think anyone who's actually been in those situations would know that's how those places operate. Well, I don't know. I don't fully agree with that because, like, he was consenting. Um, she, nothing happened to her. Nothing right. was done to her. And then when somebody okay, was trying to take advantage and, and force themselves upon her, her husband came to her rescue and wasn't having it because he knew she wasn't having it any of it so like I said like even consent of course is number one respect is number one but like I think in relationships everybody at some point reaches a bit of a plateau where things get a little bit stagnant you're not really like sure what to do where to go or even really how you're feeling necessarily because I think we confuse like oh well I must not be in love with this person anymore I must not want this anymore it it may just be like you know yeah you need to shake things up a little bit you're in a rut and do a lot of people 
give up? Do a lot of people act like, do out? They? I don't yeah. know. Sometimes I think they do. I, I do think people do. In our generation. Um, yeah. And I mean, we, we, we know people. We've, we've both had experiences in some of those realms, too. And um, but sometimes people hang on for too long, and I mean that's never good either. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really a hard thing. It's completely individual. I could never sit here and tell somebody what to do. I would at least say like you know if you're feeling that way, speak about it if you feel comfortable with your partner. But then also maybe you know next step could be to get counseling, like have a third party that can you know speak to both people, um, because I think. And again, in my experience, when, you know, you find yourself in that rut or those challenging times, it's very easy to finger point instead of like reflect or come together and say like something's going on. We need to work on this. Um, It's easier to blame someone because nobody wants to feel at fault. So. Well, and also a lot of the times until you're really recognizing like what's gone on, you think that is because of you and then you don't really hear or that other person um, well sorry that's what i mean like you think it's the other person and not because of you because you're only like going off how you feel in the moment but obviously when you talk it out or you know seek professional help is when you can kind of get those realizations i think i think inner like uh self-awareness and stuff it does come difficult for some people Absolutely. And the thing is, what it comes down to is if you're feeling a certain way and it's not super positive, like you're feeling that, oh, we're in a rut, very likely so is the partner, right? Like it's not that common that one person is just completely checked out and feeling like, you know, I'm super unhappy or like things aren't working and the other person is just skipping along in this relationship thinking everything's hunky-dory. I, I, I feel like that doesn't <laughs> well, happen very often. Of course, I there's always a margin for at, that. Um, yes, but look at uh, in Sex and the City movie when Steve cheats on Miranda and she's like, well, what? it hasn't been that long and he's like, and it was over six months. So sometimes perspectives get a little skewed, I think, with things. Obviously, she has like, you know, she's being the woman, you know how we are with the mental element of sex. She has that high powered job. So maybe six months got away from her. But like, that's a really fucking long time. How how did she not realize that kind of again, not blaming women, just saying like, yeah, I mean, that happens to people. Then that is. That's a discrepancy. <laughs> right. And but I mean, that's another show that was just like, you know, needed to make good entertainment. Also but yeah. but we when we spoke with Dr. Jess, um, that did come up. And she said that some people have sex daily. Some people have sex weekly. Some people have sex monthly. Some people have sex bi yearly or sorry twice a year <laughs> or like every six months whatever right by yearly i think is the right, right yeah way. but it's, yeah you're right but she was saying that as long as everyone's on the same page exactly that's what matters yeah and yeah. that's what it comes down to and like going back to like the point of this show is that clearly these two individuals were not on the same page there was an element of like each person like the main characters cooper and billy um, skipping along in a relationship that they both clear, probably weren't feeling 100% connected to. We know that Billy for sure wasn't because you get much more insight to her. But um, Okay, but here's – is do you think that has to do with the fact that she was the one at home? 
with the kids. Yeah, I do. And only because I can relate somewhat to that. I mean, she definitely, from what I gathered, her role was a much more like stay-at-home mom. And this is also another part is that you learn that she kind of gave not she gave necessi- up. Did she give up or did she just like yeah. happily put it on pause? She I don't know. Her PhD. Right. I mean, she was not finished. Right. She wasn't. Um, and you don't get a ton of insight as to whether yeah, like, she really pause, wanted but... to do that or she felt she had to. Like, you don't fully know. Um, I think but... it was both. I don't think it was so much that Cooper had to uh, or Cooper convinced her in any way. I don't I don't I didn't get the resentment thing, but I think it was her choice thinking that, you know, having the kids with a priority. And that's what's relatable about that is, yeah, sometimes people change their mind. You know what I mean? Right. I think if she had had said in that type of relationship like oh I want to like get back into finishing my PhD he would have been supportive I mean based on the character type he was it he <laughs> was we clearly supportive well I mean yeah. he was cl- clearly a supportive husband and I and it didn't strike me as that he was someone that would be like no give up your whole career or like your <laughs> ambitions because I said so and I'm the ambitious one he tried to like share his wins through work and she just like was she resentful maybe and and that does happen so yes relating it back to real life like I wasn't a stay-at-home mom but you get that year off but after that year like I was like you know what I am ready to go back not because I didn't want to be with my children not because I didn't love my you know that time to really bond and connect and and quite frankly not have to work um but it was just that's again where you feel like this is not all of me like I enjoy you know doing the job that I was doing I enjoy like feeling like I'm creating something um I enjoy making my own money a regular salary uh yeah you make some money while on that leave but it's different right and then watching your partner kind of get up and go off to work and like have this whole other life in a way outside of the home Definitely, there is an element of envy, even resentment, and I did experience that as well. Um, because then you start thinking about that, like, well, I've had to put my life on hold, and in my situation, the way I looked at it at times was I put my life on a hold twice for an entire year. So I didn't advance in my and career. That's the cold, hard reality for women. You, we are at a disadvantage. I don't care how fucking progressive we are. I don't care what day and age it is. Women are taking that full year if they have a one child two if they have two you know what I mean they're taking all that time off from their careers I'm not saying that we're all fucked but I truly believe that it's tough for women to have a a solid career the way men can excel because they are not taking that year off well I mean I have to I feel like I need to give some context around that because there is um paternity leave where the man can take uh, a year paternity off. leave and and also this is yeah that's what i said um oh i thought you said maternity no there is paternity <laughs> leave um right. and i mean that's a conversation that you'd have to have but like the reality is likely i obviously don't know the percentages but likely the percentages are still much higher that women take that year and the men continue to and work that obviously makes sense the man is not breastfeeding you know what i mean like the man is not physically recovering so I do understand that, and I, I'm not saying men should, but it, I I worry about my own career when I go to do this. That's that's a fear that I have. 
Yeah, and I mean, there is certainly ways around it. And I think the acceptance of that is definitely becoming more progressive. And I appreciate that. Truthfully, I mean, my oldest is 10. Uh, you know, when this airs, he'll have just turned 10 on the weekend. Um, so it's crazy because like, oh my God, I blinked and he's 10. And now I've been a mom for an entire decade, which is insane to me. Um, it really does feel like, you know, last year. But I also have another one. So... In my mind, though, when I became pregnant, there wasn't a question. Yes, obviously I stay home. I'm the mom. I go on maternity leave. In part, I felt that was my right um, because I grew and housed the child and then become the feed bag for the child after and pushed it out of my body. So I have earned the damn right to stay home. But it was on top of that, it was also just like, that's just not what you do. Like I stay home and you go to work. So, I it's mean, things we don't even question in society. Exactly. Like, these are constructs exactly. that we wouldn't even, I wouldn't even think about like going back to work right away and then having my. Well, you can break stay. it up however you want, right? Like, I, I do know people that stayed home and then, you know, after four or five, six months, whatever it was, um, switched and then the, the father. And obviously, we're talking more in a heterosexual relationship because we're saying father and mother, but. Um, you know, if it's not a heterosexual relationship, things are very different there. And I I just can't speak to that. Uh, but somebody still has to stay home with the child. So however you choose that somebody is taking that time, which if they were, if they had a full-time career, they obviously have to put that on pause for a period. And, and it's completely, again, completely individual, right? But I think enough women specifically have experienced similar feelings um as billy does in the show as i have um in my life that this is a topic like this is a conversation this has come up a lot these these are concerns these are things that cause issues in relationships in one's own life one's own mental state because it's it's common enough um so you know just like the thing i don't i didn't relate though with with her is like this um you know, passion for an ex-lover, an ex-partner. Um, I don't miss any of them. <laughs> well, same. And that's what I thought was a little crazy. Like, okay, you have this, like, huge passion. Again, we keep saying how, um, like, women are so mental. Like, what it, the element of him... But she was also uh, hypersexual. Me, it was, she's, yes, there was a mental element Okay, hypersexual, but, was, but, like, do you hate yourself? Like, he keeps hurting you repeatedly as her friend mentioned repeatedly like so this man has done this to you so often and then now what fucking 10 years have passed and you're in a very healthy successful um relationship with a very loving man obviously there's some things to work on but like why the fuck are you so drawn to keep going back to this guy? Well, because obviously something was missing. That was the whole point of the show. She was missing that intensity. She was missing that passion. She was missing that just like freedom. But and that's in a, her a big word mind, too is freedom. Okay, so in her but in her rational mind, she thinks that it's better to go seek it from the person who broke her heart than it is to you know, explore that with her husband. But what what but my, she didn't like, seek it right like that's the whole point she fantasized about it she didn't actually seek it and you well, know until is there she did well till the end but that but that's a whole separate thing where she 
out loud sort of owns like I want it all and I have to have it all and in her world having it all was having this like intense sexual relationship with I, I gathered with no strings attached at the end and having yeah, this but beautiful was, I'm not family my husband right but but what the fuck is that but like, her I don't her friend or her like former colleague therapist said like you can't get everything from one person and I can totally like attest to that because that is something that like I went through in my own relationship on both sides like we we learned that like we can't be everything to each other um now did it go as far as like that like that situation no obviously not but it was it it took somebody saying that out loud somebody outside of our relationship for us to go oh right and that helped it did shift things it did you know open communication um lines for us because once you kind of take that in and get that you're like okay so now I kind of know where I need to work and what I need to work on or what we need to work on um so like I'm appreciative of like that you know having counseling um in in my marriage so okay but what you're saying is you think she being being so hypersexual she's getting her needs met that she needs for that from somebody else that's I'm just want to ask. That's what you think? Yes, I think because, because she was trying to force that. She was trying to make that happen with Cooper, her husband, and he was meeting all of her other needs. He was checking all of her boxes. She, okay. At the end of the day, she owns that she did want a family and she did want that like more stable and comfortable life, but she couldn't change like her sexual appetite and he's never gonna get that this was not about sex she was in love with that guy it wasn't yes i think they were both matching with their sexualities i think she was in love with him i don't think it was just because she got really good sex from him i think it's a combination i think she was in love with him and then she went through it all she she yes and haven't we all been there but but sometimes people we're in love with not because no really good lay I don't think that's true. I think that lust can disguise itself as love. And I think that was a major factor in her relationship. And I think, you know, a lot of people can relate to that where they thought like, oh, I was so insanely in love with this person. But really, you were just like addicted to them. And I don't remember like how long their relationship was. But like, I remember speaking um, to a therapist and they say that like people can be infatuated with other people and they think that they're like in love with them but it's really an infatuation and like there is some science behind this that says like infatuation lasts like one to two years and then you kind of come out of that cloud and you're like okay that was fine now I'm over it and I think she got to that point where she was like yeah I'm over this like this me thinking I'm addicted I need this guy or like I'm addicted to him or like I think that I'm in love with him because she clearly like draws the line in the sand there too where she's like no f you you hurt me and then when she again going back to saying she wants it all and which i think so many people say to themselves i want it all or i want more she felt finally in control of all of it she felt that she her her marriage and her life was like at the spot where she wanted for like that stable and secure you know factor 
And then yeah, she chose to she go back to school. Back. Yeah, she chose to go back to school to complete her PhD. And I don't know if she was supposed to be like teaching or whatever she was. I guess she was teaching at the end of it. So she took that back. And then she was like, but I still want this mind-blowing sex and I'm gonna go get it and therefore I now have it all I've, I've got the trifecta and do I agree no um but is that the way <laughs> no. things go for some people is that what some people seek out and they do and that's like the balance for them maybe I don't know um well I'm okay with that so long as like I'm again I'm not not personally but I'm oh I have this is a happy ending good story so long as it's not because she's still just being a fool for that guy you know what I mean like that's what I was like well I think they try and make that clear when she says to him I'm not leaving my husband for you like this is it is what it is this is sex period like and uh, well and I also thought like okay but your husband's probably gonna leave you like well that's why it's why is it a happy it. ending I think that's very debatable because like yeah it's sort of well I just you know with her taking your power back right which is like go girl like if this is what taking your power back looks like to you then awesome girl power kind of thing but at the same time he knows what she's doing he finds out and then he immediately goes to his boss which obviously there was like a connection between them like you know more than just co-worker connection so um you know he kind of gets what's going on and then it ends right so you you got like that bittersweet ending i think out of it and i doubt there'll be a season two because really what are you gonna do really be the same thing or cooper's I, just gonna be like yeah. bye <laughs> girl bye but it's not gonna be yeah it, does, it won't really make sense to have a season two yeah so it's I, a bittersweet I, know, ending yeah so and that's fine you know i i think after all the dissecting that we've done the, what comes down to it is it's still a story for, for Hollywood, right? It's still just make-believe and it's still just um, – there. there's elements that are written into it to have that shock factor to, to make us keep wanting to watch it. But what we did here today was, you know, really explore – um, the the elements of it that were relatable to us as women, to you as a mother and a wife. So I think that a lot of people will be able to kind of like, and, and I think a lot of people did, all the women did that watched it. I, I say women because I'm sure almost exclusively it was watched by women. Um, but I think that a lot of the women would relate and, and understand what we're coming from because we are still at the bottom line, mother no mother like kids no kids we're still just like people who have needs yeah absolutely and I think you know what you learned from watching that and if you are relating to a show like that you can kind of like as we've done here is apply it to your own life and your own experience and and just even your current life and like one major thing is like compromise compromise is a huge element in a relationship and if you know you're someone who's in one for a long time and you haven't figured that out yet then like good luck to you because yes sometimes it takes a long time to figure out but like you you know and then just also like the having it all well what does that really mean like you have to really get real with yourself and do that self-reflection to be like well what does having it all really mean because like in her world having it all was having the great career that she wants having a beautiful home and then having this like boy toy kind of thing and it's like 
I don't know if that's really having it all because at the end of the day, somebody gets hurt. I think having it all is you're genuinely happy and the people that are part of your life are also happy with whatever relationship they have with you, right? Yeah, she should probably really reconsider her marriage if this is the case. But I'm sure her husband will do that for her because he's not going to be like, sure, please have sex with that guy. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, like, I don't think, you know – just quickly going back into like the show like the fact that he followed him and like actually confronted him exactly i don't see i my husband would not (laughs) be cool (laughs) like that especially when he turned around and had a dick to his knees although in (laughs) fairness um she didn't do anything so and and he wasn't as far as he knew he wasn't Brad wasn't encouraging any of it. He didn't really know that she was having this like fantasy and writing this journal. So like no, you can't beat I the shit be out of somebody who like didn't do anything directly, right? Like the past is the past. No, so. but then the going through the dinner again. Like we're I know we're, we're yeah yeah. Up, I like, mean that yes. dinner was repulsive. And, like, but I they had to have that in there. It was super awkward. It did its job, right? Like we felt really uncomfortable watching that I and felt like you were supposed so... to awful yeah, exactly horrible the worst oh, situation awful. that i'd ever want to be in like i wanted to barf i was like tense she watching played it. it way cooler than i would have played it too i think i would have been i couldn't i wouldn't there's no way i'd be especially when the when brad is like saying things like you quit school you love school like yeah knowing oh God, don't too many intimate like, details yeah. about yeah your wife or like the roles were reversed your partner so i mean yeah yeah i just think that like i <laughs> i the show what it did for me like to wrap it up basically is it it did kind of like give me a bit of a reality check it did make me kind of reflect internally it did make me look at my relationship overall and you know go down that path wow. of like having it all and like oh is this enough for me and for sure, in truth, I had moments of being like, well, you know, there's a few other things I'd like. Um, but in terms of like my husband and my like our physical relationship, that wasn't anything that I was like, oh, no, like this is I'm not questioning that. But it was just like, oh, did I have I pushed hard enough for like my own ambitions and my own dreams? And like, you know, did do I mourn my old life or my like former life I hate I don't even know how to use like what term to use but yes I I still do I still do well not just before kids before a lot of things like for marriage (laughs) but even before Before that like like I think even in relationships before my husband I still did that right like you just kind of mourn things that you moments in time that you remember being genuinely happy and you do that a lot or I do at least when things aren't great and you're like oh remember like that time that you were just so happy and having so much fun and life was great like yeah I wish I had that back so what it makes you realize is like you cannot go backwards and you are responsible for your own happiness and And you probably don't want to go backwards because no I mean growth is is always good no matter what yeah and and that's the other thing I reflected and I was like no no I definitely don't miss a single x and i don't want to go back there and um yes i've grown so much and i've built such an amazing life and are there little elements and aspects but it's really not so much like these elements as it is moments in time 
do I like reminisce about a night out with the girls that I was like this was just completely so fun like there was just like nothing bad about it. it was just the best time and then I think well I can have that right like I just have to it's gonna look a little different but I can still feel that joy and have that it's not gonna be the exact same because I'm not the same person so it's it it was it was a good show for me just to kind of like do a bit of a reality check so much out of it I really did (laughs) I mean I liked it and I and I you know I think there are things in it that may that could make women you know really ponder on some things and it really highlighted certain things for women but um, mostly what I took from it was entertainment. <laughs> yeah, but I, <laughs> I don't think, think we're I had all these realizations in but. different stages of our life too, right? Like ha- if you yeah. were in a stage that was more similar to mine, you may have those revelations. Yeah, um, for sure. And so now it's like foresight for you, I think, or I hope. Like you could take this conversation and be like, okay, like when me and Ian enter this next stage, like I need to, you know, really think about this or is there things that I need to communicate that I'm not communicating and I don't want it to surface later and like rear its ugly head um I probably do too much communicating I should probably reel that in a little bit but yes I'm up Jessica yeah (laughs) Um, I'm sure that I will be able to relate to a lot more of this when I'm in that position as well exactly and so I'm I love that we chatted through this and that we had fun talking about the show and then like relating it back to our lives and you know I really am curious about how other people felt watching it and if they related at all or not or like yeah it was just strictly entertainment which like don't get me wrong it was very entertaining (laughs) for me also I didn't sit there and analyze every second of it and be like how does this affect my life um good to know (laughs) um especially yeah the shower scene when he turns around i'm just like holy shit uh which is too much yeah i wouldn't want that side note like no thank you too big ew you know what everyone like glorifies a a massive penis but i think that the small ones uh i've never had an issue with any size to be very honest with you yeah i think uh except for bigger ones those are the ones that don't fit or hurt or whatever even though like obviously I like to I like to look at that. I wasn't offended to see that, but in reality, <laughs> you like a you like a good D. I'm not a fan. I like D. I just like I don't D. need to see. Like it's it it serves its purpose. I don't want to like stare at it. Like down um, to his knees like that must be heavy to carry around and the fact that it's real is mind blowing. But I think I society makes us glorify a giant dick, but really in reality, people are like you don't really want that. Because you'll well, be uncomfortable. Well, the smaller ones hit the spots really well. So, like, you know. You got to know what you're doing. Both it's people. About the person. If you don't know what yeah. you're doing, it doesn't matter big or small. You're just going to suck. Like, period. So, we will discuss <laughs> that all on That's another show. Another, yes, the we'll size just matter. <laughs> yeah. We should. Yeah. All right. Well, this was fun. I'm glad it was just us today. I always love those ones. Yeah, me too. And like we already said, I hope you guys took a lot out of this and we'd love to hear from you. And um, yeah, we'll maybe there'll be another epic show to dissect and relate to in the coming months. And uh, yeah, we'll just that's our new thing now. We just uh, analyze shows. On yeah, this podcast is actually about analyzing shows and relating it to our own lives. It's no longer about anything else. Um, just yeah. kidding. <laughs> Stay tuned. (laughs) So to wrap up, 
Don't forget to follow us at Herspective underscore podcast on Instagram. Send us your DMs. Let us know what you think of the show. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Also, we're on pretty much any podcast streaming platform, um, specifically Apple and Spotify. So check us out. And um, until next time. See you next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.